My name is Michael Anthony, and for many years I was executive secretary to John Bearsford Tipton, the multi-billionaire, whose charity was as boundless as it was mysterious. For it was his hobby to give away, anonymously and tax-free, one million dollars apiece to various people he never knew. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we've got some tricks up our sleeves, we'll hear from some cousins, we'll lend an ear, learn some lessons, and play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Last week, we celebrated Helen Trix's birthday, and this week, we've got some more tricks up our sleeves. Here's Rudy Weedoft.
Joe Venuti's Blue Four with Pretty Tricks, T-R-I-X, from OK41076, recorded June 14, 1928. That may have been Joe Venuti's Blue Four, but there were actually five musicians. Don Murray, baritone sax, Rube Bloom on piano, of course Eddie Lang and his guitar, and Paul Griselli on drums. Before Joe Venuti was one of my favorite artists, British pianist Billy Merrill, with his composition, Jazzeristrix. That's from British HMV 78, catalog number B2203, the label of which points out that, at the time, Billy Merrill was solo pianist to the Savoy Havana Band. That was recorded in London on November 12, 1925. If you liked Jazzeristrix... Billy Merrill will be having his own birthday segment on the May 31st show. Well, he's going to have his own birthday segment regardless, but I hope and am confident you enjoyed Jazzeristrix. A few months ago, I played Saxo Fun by Rudy Weedoft, and we started off with Saxo Tricks, co-written with Domenico Savino. That Brunswick 78 was recorded November 26, 1926. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. I recently had the pleasure of meeting, unfortunately only over the phone at this point, 
Jeff in upstate New York, and Andy in Vermont. They are cousins of my friend Ernie, whom I've known since high school. They're both delightful people, and I don't say that just because they're now listeners of the show. I hope to be able to meet them in person sometime, but for now, I'll dedicate this set of rapidly rotating records about cousins to Ernie's cousins, Andy and Jeff. Who's that boy with some 
singing about Julie Brown and her mother's sister's angel child, Jeremiah, her long-lost cousin. He's a Cousin of Mine was composed by Chris Smith and Sylvia O'Hane, with the words by Cecil Mack. That single-sided Victor 78, number 4931, was recorded November 9, 1906, and sounds pretty good for being nearly 114 years old. 
Clarice Vance was born Clara Ella Black on March 14, 1871 in Louisville, Kentucky, and was known as the Southern Singer. Her show business career began in the 1890s, and she was a headliner on the Orpheum vaudeville circuit in 1904. She made her first records the following year and enjoyed great success, but retired from the stage in 1918. She made a couple of silent films, but essentially vanished after that. She apparently had quite the publicist because it was reported in the theatrical press that she invented a cocktail. A Clarice Vance is a pony shot of Plymouth gin, two shakes of cream de menthe, and a dash of bitters, served frappe, with grapes in the center. Well, I'll have to get some grapes, but I've got all the rest of the ingredients. Clarice Vance was institutionalized at Napa State Hospital in California with dementia in 1951 and passed away August 24, 1961. She's buried at St. Helena Cemetery in Napa. On Vocalion, they were known as the Memphis Nighthawks. On other labels, including that perfect 78, number 0246, they were the Alabama Rascals. I'm talking about trombonist Roy Palmer, Darnell Howard, clarinet, either Bob Hudson or W.E. Burton on piano, and Jimmy Bertrand playing washboard on Dirty Dozen's Cousin, recorded March 30, 1932. The Virginia Mountain Boomers started the set with Cousin Sally Brown from Jeanette 6687, recorded in Richmond, Indiana on Tuesday, July 10, 1928. The Virginia Mountain Boomers were the Sweet Brothers, Herbert on fiddle and Earl on banjo, with Ernest Stoneman doing double duty, playing guitar and providing the vocal. This is KISLFM 88.7 Avalon, and you're listening to Glenn Robison's Rapidly Rotating Records, toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. A few weeks ago, we had a segment about sharing girlfriends. Now, there's that old saying, neither a borrower nor a lender be, but here's a set of rapidly rotating records about lending. When the wine goes in, why the truth comes out, and Simpson was that way. If you'd only stand and listen while he told you all his troubles, he would never let you buy all day. He'd stand and spend and buy and lend till he got good and gay. You never could imagine what his trouble was about until he grabbed you by the buttonhole to say, Now I'll lend you my horse, I'll lend you my hay. I'll lend you anything I've got, just take it away. Why, I'll lend you five, I'll lend you ten. And if you want some more, be sure and come around again in the old time. I'll lend you my hat, I'll lend you my flat. My brand new overcoat I wore with the fur. I'll lend you everything I've got except uh, my wife. 
and I'll make you a present of her. It never rains, but what it pours, as Simpson seemed to know. He went home one afternoon and found his wife had asked her relatives to come and spend a year or more. And he, of course, slept with the horse and yelled out, hip hooray. So long as he was able, he preferred to use the stable. When the neighbors come around, you'd hear him say, now I'll lend you my horse, I'll lend you my hay. I'll lend you anything I've got, just take it away. Why, I'll lend you five, I'll lend you ten. And if you want some more, just come around any old time again. I'll lend you my hat, I'll lend you my flat. My brand new overcoat I fun with the fun. I'll lend you everything I've got except uh, my wife. And I'll make you a present of her.
know you hear me keep moaning Just like Nora's dog there are three wildly different records. We started off that lending set with Arthur Collins and without Byron G. Harlan this time, with I'll Lend You Everything I've Got Except My Wife. That's from Victor 16845, recorded January 12, 1911. I'll Lend You Everything I've Got was composed by Harry Von Tilzer with the words by Gene Havis. We went from a comic monologue to grand opera, specifically Queen of Sheba by Gounod. Act two takes place at a site in Jerusalem with a blast furnace where the sculptor and architect Adoniram sings the aria Lend Me Your Aid, in which he implores his forefathers to aid him in his task of building Solomon's temple. The alternate title of the aria is How Frail and Weak a Thing is Man. We heard tenor Evan Williams in the part of Adoniram in an October 8, 1907 recording issued on Victrola, Red Seal number 868. Williams was Victor's third most popular recording artist by number of records sold after Caruso and John McCormick. From comic monologue to grand opera, we finished up with some serious blues performed by American blues pianist, singer, and composer John Lynn Chapman, better known as Memphis Slim. That was Lend Me Your Love, recorded December 4, 1941, one of his more than 500 recordings. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. The OK Laughing Record, originally recorded in Germany in 1920 and released in the U.S. in 1922, 
was the first of many laughing records made in the 20s, and I've played a number of them on the show over the years. They didn't disappear with the 1920s either, and more recent ones include Spike Jones' laughing record, which also used a trumpet as its basis, and Jim Backus and Friends' Delicious from the late 50s, which was champagne-based. On last week's show, I played Ooh La 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 by Sally Stembler, and you heard a bit of her infectious laughing on that record. But Sally Stembler was famous for her several specific laughing records, and here's one now to start off a set of rapidly rotating records about lessons. Good morning, Henry. Good morning, Professor. Huh. You came early today for your music lesson, huh? But it's all right. You get your cornet, and I will call Lena to play the piano for you. Lena! Lena! All right, Papa. Now we will commence, huh? Are you ready? Come on. All right, Professor. Yes, Papa. One, two, three, four. <laughs> was as low as me the music. It sounds just like a fish horn. The more you play, the voice you get. Come now, we'll try again. Come. Ha, 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 ha. 
take a lesson from the luck he wobbles in the dark before the break of day take a lesson from the lark and when you're in the dark sing a gloom away since the time of noah's ark there never was a lark without his lady fair take a lesson from the lark and life can be a lark free from every care you don't hear him crying out loud under the cloudy sky you don't find him staying out late he's got a mate who's wise build a cozy little nest and love will do the rest when night appears above take a lesson from the lark and nestle in the dark beside the one you love
The Duncan sisters, Rosetta and Vivian, with their routine, The Music Lesson, subtitled Do Re Mi, from Victor Batwing 19050, recorded March 14, 1923. At the piano, Phil Oman. Before the Duncan sisters, the triple R debut of George Gould, with Ted Hansen and his Normandy Orchestra singing Take a Lesson from the Lark. Bluebird 5492 was recorded May 14, 1934. George Gould has been mentioned on the show twice before, but as composer of Woe Nelly. Take a Lesson from the Lark was written by Leo Robin and Ralph Ranger. The Normandy and Ted Hansen and his Normandy Orchestra refers to the Normandy Dance Salon in Boston, Massachusetts, where the band was appearing at the time of the recording. Ted Hansen was a 1927 classmate of Rudy Valley at Yale and may have been in the Yale Collegians along with Valley on their Edison recording of You'll Do It Someday, So Why Not Now? In a January 11, 1934 article in the Harvard Crimson, Ted Hansen said, Today an orchestra leader has to be continually in motion, always undulating with sound waves. It's the hidey-ho, hacha, how-you-doin'-hey-hey that the college boys want from the dance orchestra today. Rhythm, 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 and more rhythm. That's the spirit of the musical age. The day of the peanut vendor and yes, we have no bananas is over. The big bad wolf, mine, and heat wave. They're the kind of songs people like now. Sally Stembler got things started as Lena, the professor's piano-playing daughter, laughing her way through Henry's music lesson. The music teacher and Henry are unidentified. That Edison record was made March 12, 1923, and Henry's music lesson was written by Charles D. Crandall. Some of you may be aware that after 20 years, the game show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire has returned to the air for a special six-episode run, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. There's certainly far worse television being produced these days, and let's face it, who hasn't thought about what they would do if they suddenly had a million dollars? Well, Bob Pierce has, and here he is to tell you all about it. I was a millionaire, kids, if I was a millionaire, there wouldn't be nothing too good in this world for me and my pals to share. Don't tell me I'm shooting hot air, kids, for here's what I do on the square. If I was a real life regular first class, cross my heart millionaire. I'd buy up every schoolhouse in the nation. I'd write up on the blackboard big and clear. Instead of one, there will be two vacations. And each vacation six months, twice a year. There wouldn't be no school when it was raining. I'd let you stay at home when it was fair. And 
we'd all have soda fountains. Say I'd build you ice cream mountains if I was a millionaire.
vessels with their thrones, ships upon the sea, gold and precious stones, all belong to me. Foolish though it seems, every word is true, though they're only mine in dreams, my dreams belong to you. If I had a million dollars, I know just what I would do. I'd tie a string around the world and bring all of it to you. Those little things you pray for, whatever they may be, I'd have enough to pay for them all, C.O.D. If I spent a million dollars, I know I would never care, because as long as you were mine, I'd still be a millionaire. That's why I'm always dreaming, dreaming of what I do. If I had a million dollars and you That's why I'm always dreaming, dreaming of what I do. If I had a million dollars and you. With the orchestra conducted by Victor Young, Al Boley telling us all about what he would do if he had a million dollars. Matty Melnick wrote the tune and Johnny Mercer the words, and Decca 293 was recorded October 30, 1934. Bob Pierce is one of my favorite artists, but I love his slightly odd but intriguing voice. For several years, he had a children's program on network radio called Old Man Sunshine, on which he'd tell stories. He started off the set with a very charming record telling us exactly what he would do if he were a real live, regular, first-class, cross-my-heart millionaire. Gus Edwards wrote the music and Will D. Cobb the words. That's from an unissued March 6, 1929 Edison Lateral, but it was also issued on an Edison Diamond disc, number 52541. In between the wishful millionaires was Dick Jurgens and his orchestra, but he hasn't time to be a millionaire. I Haven't Time to Be a Millionaire was written by Joe Burke and James Monaco and sung there by Harry Cool. Harry Cool also sang with Will Osborne's orchestra and later in the 40s he recorded under his own name as a singing band leader. 
I haven't time to be a millionaire is from the 1940 picture, If I Had My Way, where it's sung by stars Bing Crosby, Gloria Jean, and Elle Brendel. And Gloria Jean's looking at me right now. I have an autographed picture of her with W.C. Fields, which was given to me as a Christmas gift by my son a few years ago, and it's hanging here in the studio. Vocalion 5516 was recorded April 12, 1940, just three days after Kay Kaiser recorded I Haven't Time to Be a Millionaire for Columbia. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week for more Rapidly Rotating Records and music to which you can't not tap your toes. Right now, however, I'm going to the bar and make a Clarice Vance. But as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs> ¶¶